the best idea for podcast of all time. This is Champs in the Making. Where we have made a bracket of every Pokemon that has ever existed and are putting them up in battles head-to-head. One-on-ones to scientifically find out the best Pokemon. Every two weeks, we gather up an assortment of hosts from the Orange Groves. And cut a bloody path through the Pokedex. Come listen to me defend the rights of crustacean-based Pokemon. Olga is a perfect little baby, and I will not stand for anything else. Decidualize the best fucking Pokemon because he looks like Robin Hood. Shout some about why your favorite Pokemon is the best. Put them forward and insult Ambipom every two weeks, only on the Orange Groves. Uh, Puchina is the best, and my friends already knocked Mightyena out, which I'm sad about. So now we're truly just living on the edge. Hi everyone, I'm Andrew. I'm Marn. And this is the Argonauts Podcast. Every two weeks I fail to solve an ARG and Marn tells me what I should have done instead. That's true, and this week we are finally talking about Cloverfield. Cloverfield. <laughs> after, after like a year after promising that we were going to do that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know that we talked about it a little bit in our uh, the media arg analysis about Cloverfield, which... Uh, by the time that we're recording this, has been out for patrons, but is about to come out for non-patrons for February, uh, and we're going to be covering Cloverfield, what is it, 10 Cloverfield Lane uh, uh-huh. for Marches, which will be coming out uh, soon-ish. Um, but yeah, uh, I've seen the movie this time, which is something that we uh, we've started a couple movie ones without seeing the movie, so I'm excited to know what's going on, unlike AI artificial intelligence. <laughs> yeah I, um, I i think i said when we talked about cloverfield the movie that it'll be really interesting because like you kind of are gonna go into this one knowing how it ends uh-huh um yeah i i i know what people i know the movie that people are going to see as a result of this arg which is interesting uh because that movie to me i don't want to spoil our whole episode uh, but that movie worked really well to me as like a found footage monster horror disaster movie. Um, mm-hmm. But I would probably feel very disappointed if I happened to watch and er, play through an entire ARG about uh, the origins of said monster and wanted any of that to pop up on screen. Yeah. So time will tell. <laughs> uh, this feels weird where I'm not, I, I, I say it feels weird to not be spoiled on an ARG going in, but it feels weird to be in this position where I feel like I am spoiled on the ARG and now I just get to see like all the ways in which it's weird compared to the movie that came out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but before we get into that, uh, we have had a couple of good questions come into us on Twitter. Uh, so what do you say we hop into those? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, tired lesbian writes in and says, uh, who is your favorite kaiju or really any giant monster slash being? Mothman? Question mark. <laughs> the moth is the Mothman big? Yeah, Mothman's big. I mean, it's big for a moth, but is it big for a person? Yeah. I thought the Mothman was just like a person-sized thing. I thought Mothman was like big. I. I thought it was just big for a moth. 
<laughs> I I couldn't tell you. I thought he was big for a moth and big for a guy. I I maybe, but I I feel like like big for I feel like to be a kaiju, you got to be like big big. Like your size is part of it. Like King Kong, you're just like it's a gorilla. Also, it big. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually not super into kaiju movies, so I, I I just saw, I think, my first one the other day, unless you want to count Pacific Rim, uh, but I, I, I saw Shin Godzilla, so I think I'm going to go with Shin Godzilla, um, the first form, where it's got big old beady eyes and is a weird little chicken thing. I, uh, uh, I, do, I do like the kaiju in Pacific Rim. They're cool, I just, they're not as cool as the robots that are fighting them, you know? That's true. Actually, you know what? I've also seen Pacific Rim 2. I, I should give that credit. I watched that one on a plane uh, on a screen that was like eight inches wide. So the perfect place to see a giant robot movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the first time uh, I watched Pacific Rim was like a really grainy bootleg. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, they also ask us, what's your favorite slushy flavor? Hmm. Um, uh, I really like 7-Eleven's like, lemonade uh, slushies. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. I, I'm worried. Uh, I don't want to make... In the same way that our friend Jory has uh, Crystal Pepsi kind of as their brand... I don't really want to make a soda my brand, but I think it's probably the uh, the Baja Blast slushies that you can get at Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. I just really like Baja Blast. Otherwise, it's like uh, like cherry. I'm a I'm, I'm a go to. I'll I'll take cherries over like blue raspberries any day. I don't know if I've ever had Baja Blast. Uh, it's good. It's 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 great. It is. Um, it is a soda that is chemically created to taste good with Taco Bell, yep. uh, which is, a, a truly a horrendous statement, but, uh, I like it. I'll try it one day. <laughs> Can't believe the creator of Pepsi Navy Exposed has never tried a, a Baja Blast. We'll make you drink one on stream sometime. <laughs> um... Shifting over into questions about movies, uh, Toxic writes in and says, what's your favorite found footage movie? Uh, I really like found footage and Cloverfield's a great one. Uh, my answer is probably Cloverfield. I don't I don't watch much found footage stuff. So uh, the one that I've seen is good. So I'm going to go with Cloverfield. I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I like Cloverfield. I like uh, my favorite found footage horror movie is probably one that I haven't seen in a while. Um, it's uh, it's a it's a Japanese movie called Noroi the Curse, um, which hmm. was free to watch on YouTube for a while. It might still be, uh, but it's basically a fake. So it's it's about this documentarian, this like paranormal researcher who. Uh, mysteriously disappears after like his house burns down uh, and it's it's basically like found clips of the documentary that he was recording before he disappeared hmm it's really really good it's like kind of weirdly paced and like very slow burning but I like it a lot 
That's really cool. I I like the idea of watching a fake documentary. That sounds really neat. Uh-huh. Cool. Um, well, hell yeah. Uh, we also have a question. Uh, Constellation writes in and says, I've never seen Cloverfield in theaters because when my friends went for a birthday party, I thought I would be, it would be too scary, so I joined up with them after. Uh, what's a movie you've actually gone to see as part of a birthday party? Um, I'm actually going to flip this question a little bit because I have a more interesting question to a slightly different question, um, which is that I once got, uh, I wouldn't even call it peer pressure because the pressure was from myself, uh, but I got pressured into seeing a movie uh, with some friends um because my ex was going with her new boyfriend and I wanted to show up and prove that I was just as cool as he was because high school relationships are inherently healthy. Oh um, my God. So I went to see the original paran- uh, uh, paranormal activity. Is that what they're called? Yeah. The, oh no, yeah. Andrew. Is that a found footage film technically? Yes, it is. Because uh, that one is sure not my favorite. Uh, but I made myself sit through that in the theaters to try and uh, prove to myself that I was cool. Um, and I hated every minute of it. Uh, it was one of the worst evenings of my life. <laughs> uh, because I watched that and then immediately afterwards, uh, the rest of the group left to go do something. So I got to stand there with my ex for a few minutes and have a wildly uncomfortable conversation. Oh my uh, God. And if I had to pick which one of those to uh, do again, I don't know which one I would choose. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, but as far as birthdays go, I saw Scott Pilgrim for a birthday. Uh, that was cool. It's my favorite movie for a while. <laughs> Yeah, I used to always see uh, movies on my birthday because I have a summer mm-hmm. birthday, so it's always when, like, blockbuster movies are coming out in, like, June. Um, but my f- maybe the one I remember the most was when a bunch of us went to see The Hunger Games for, like, a friend's birthday and someone threw up in the theater. Hell yeah. One of your friends or someone else? Just no, random. just, like, a random child. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, someone who used to work at a movie theater. Fuck that kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I think that those are all the questions that we have time today. Uh, while I'm sitting and contemplating uh, high school relationships and weird breakups, what do you say we get into Cloverfield's ARG? Yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. Um, so I I can tell us the first part about this ARG, because uh, I'm really smart. Uh, I know that this ARG kicked off uh, before the Transformers movie, uh, when a, a movie trailer came out that didn't show a movie title and just a date. That's it. Goodbye, everyone. That's what I know about this <laughs> ARG. Bye. That's the ARG, baby. <laughs> That's ARGs, baby. Good night, everyone. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Part two is coming next week. I love an easy edit. (laughs) Roll the music, Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's what happened. The uh, the trailer 
uh, the trailer played, and uh, everybody just waited for six months, and then the movie came out. And then the movie came out. <laughs> Boy, with this with this new definition, uh, literally every movie is an ARG. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I was watching the new Marvel movie, and at the very end, there was a little clip of a new movie. Uh, it kicked off an ARG in which players uh, checked IMDb the next day uh, and saw that a full trailer had been posted. And then six months later, <laughs> that movie came out. All right, so what actually happens here? How does this? How does this actually go? So, so yeah, um, so the the original trailer came out, uh, and. There and people realized uh, that there was like no like website or anything advertised for it. Uh, but someone uh, discovered pretty much right away uh, the website 11808.com uh, because the only thing that it says at the end of the trailer is 11808. Um, and people realized that uh, the who is info for the website was registered to like a character from lost who, which is another show by JJ Abrams, obviously. Uh, okay. And people were like, Oh, okay. This is like viral marketing for whatever this is going to be. Uh, and the, mm-hmm. and the address on the who is uh, was like a non-existent address. So they were like, Oh, okay. This is like a fictional, a fictional person. Um, okay. It was an it was a New York City address that didn't exist, but would have been near the Statue of Liberty if it did exist. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um, and it had a phone number listed that uh, co- that if you called it, it contacted an automated weather service for an airport in uh, Santa Monica, which was originally nicknamed Cloverfield. Okay. Uh, and so the only thing on the website so far. Uh, was one photo. Uh, this was discovered. What day was this discovered? July third, two thousand seven. Uh, the only thing that was there was one photo, uh, dated one eighteen oh eight at uh twelve thirty six a.m. and it was. I will just copy it into our chat. It was this photo. Okay. Uh, I know from the movie that this is uh. Is it Marlena and Lily? Are that the characters' names? Mm-hmm. It's okay. like a really, really zoomed-in close-up footage of Marlena and Lily looking at something off-screen. Right. Yep. And then on July 6th... So this this photo showed up July 3rd, which was the day the trailer came out. And then three days later on July 6th, uh, another photo appeared... Uh, which was dated uh, the same day, one eighteen oh eight at twelve oh one a.m. Uh, and this one is just like a normal photo from Rob's party. Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to figure out if these are stills from the movie or if they're just. I think I the don't... first one looks like a still from the movie. This one looks like a photograph. Yeah, the first one is definitely a still from the movie. I don't think the other one is, question mark? Yeah, I don't think so. But it, it could also be just like, I don't know, we're this far out from the movie. Maybe it was a, a scene that got ended up, ended up getting cut or something. Yeah, and and around this time, people uh, realized that the photos, if you let the website kind of idle long enough, the photos would start very, very slowly rotating. And they were like, how weird. <laughs> 
Okay. So the next thing that happened was, I don't know how they discovered this website. Hold on. <laughs> Cloverfield Wiki, tell me what's up. Uh, I think someone took the really blurry logo on someone's shirt from the, the Rob photo and connected it to Slusho, which is this like fictional slushy company that appears in some of J.J. Abrams's other work. Yeah, I remember there being a... Uh, there's one shot in the movie where a character is clearly wearing a Slusho t-shirt. Um, yeah. I remember that standing out because I know... I, I know of Slusho as a thing from this ARG, I guess, as, as much as I know about it. <laughs> so I guess maybe they saw this logo and were like, you know, that kind of looks like this logo. It's been in other J.J. Abrams stuff before. The only thing that we knew about this movie was that it is a J.J. Abrams movie and it is coming out, what, January 18th? Is that the date? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like... Uh, I could understand them being like, well, this looks like Slusho. Let's poke around Slusho a bit. Yeah, and so someone um on the Unforum uh, found Slusho.jp, uh, which was the like official Slusho website. And they also found out that uh, one of the code names for the, the Cloverfield movie was Slusho. Okay. Yeah, I know movies do that sometimes, just to not... Mm-hmm give away the locations where they're shooting and stuff like that like you like you'll you won't like sorry you won't see a casting notification that's like hi we're casting for captain america it'll always be like hi we're casting for liberty (laughs) a new film like or that's even two on the nose but it'll just be like hey we're doing casting for this movie we're looking for such and such um I know that there's a lot of like press around stuff like this that's looking into trying to figure out what movies are, you know, what's the new Marvel movie that's shooting? Can we figure out what they're who they're going to cast based on like this other movie whose name sounds fake is casting for someone with this kind of build? Maybe that'll be Craven the Hunter. Like it's a there's a whole industry over that now. <laughs> <laughs> um and so this is what like the front of the website looked like it was like a really like cartoony uh website that like looks very childish and is in like google translate english almost yeah it's a show making fresh improvements period just for you uh okay. and, the, and the only links that worked on the page were to customer feedback history and download okay uh customer feedback allowed you to email uh, a email address called satoshi at slusho.jp and you would get an email back that says slusho loves your mails you can't drink just six which was like their slogan (laughs) okay Uh, very hyped up version of the Lay's slogan (laughs) is Uh, this the company that Rob works for or yes. is going to work for I mean, we we're going to get okay. there, but yes. Okay. Uh, the history page text had some kind of weird stuff on it. Like, it had animals that you could mouse over, uh, and they would show that they were, like, thinking of different uh, photos. 
and people were like, oh, maybe this is like some kind of pictograph code, uh, or maybe it's just like a weird thing that they put on the website. Uh, but it also had the history of Slusho, uh, which was created by a woman called Noriko Yoshida, uh, who decided to make custom flavor mixture drinks from her father's farm uh and they got very popular and she became obsessed with coming up with new flavors for them uh and then she set off on a sea adventure to find the greatest most tastiest ingredient and was never heard from again this is a shonen anime (laughs) this Um, is just toriko meets one piece (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and she left behind her only son who didn't want to be to run her beverage making enterprise so he uh abandoned his uh, the slusho business to his cousin um and became an ocean scientist okay uh and then he and his teammates discovered this like deep sea ingredient uh, and he had a dream that a whale came to him and told him to drink the ingredient. Uh, and so he started putting the the deep sea ingredient into the the slusho drinks. And now everyone loves slusho. Okay. Huh. So slusho like is... Yeah, it's... <laughs> They're like slushies, but they have mysterious deep sea ingredients in them. <laughs> cool. Okay. Uh, and then the downloads page was up. What does this say? What the downloads page is? Oh, it uh, it just had like wallpapers and stuff. Okay. That you could download from the site. Um, and so then another picture on July twelfth went up on the one eighteen oh eight website. Uh, and it was dated at uh, 12.48 a.m., which is after both of the other pictures. And this one also might be a still from the movie. I'm not sure. Uh, it looks like it might be, yeah. From, like, right after everything starts hitting the fan. But Yeah, it's I like someone... Anything... Yeah. Someone just kind of standing there in the in the dust... Um, it's neat because all these photos have a timestamp at the bottom. Yeah, uh, so you can see like when in the movie they're taking place. Because like this, I think twelve oh one, they're doing shots at the party. Then twelve thirty six and twelve forty eight are when like shit has hit the fan in these shots. Hmm. Um, and then on the 20th, on July 20th, uh, another photo is added, uh, which is at 1.24 a.m. So we're moving forward in time still. Uh, and it is of a soldier talking to a woman on the street. Okay, yeah. Um, and then on July 27th, uh, there's another photo added... Um, which takes place during the party again so we are now kind of backwards in time uh, and it 
is HUD and Rob and a mystery woman uh, who nobody mm-hmm. could find in the trailer. Uh, and around this time, people noticed that um, you could actually drag the photos around on the site. Uh, and you oh. could you could kind of bring photos to the front by sliding them out from underneath the other photos. Okay. Um, and around this time uh, was Comic-Con. Uh, and J.J. Abrams had been kind of expected to reveal a bunch of stuff about this movie at Comic-Con. Um, but he um, was fairly cagey about it. Okay. Uh, he was supposed to... I mean, people had leaked that he was going to release the title, but he didn't. Um but he was like, this isn't like going to be a Godzilla movie. This is going to be an original kaiju movie that we made. Um, and it's like, it's not these other like movies in development that people have been speculating it is, basically. Okay. Because people were like, oh, it's going to be a Godzilla movie. It's going to be a King Kong movie. It's going to be whatever. Um, and... They they kind of came out at Comic Con and were like, no, it's it's none of that, but we're not going to tell you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, and that was around the time that the uh that this last photo went up. Ba, 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 ba. Sorry, I'm navigating through a lot of this on a blog spot, which is <laughs> kind of bonkers. This feels like. I feel like we should do a uh, official Patreon content of just like ranking the various ways people can can uh, uh, keep notes on what happened with an ARG. I know. I mean, I have like a wiki open, but um, I I will say I uh, I played this arg, and a lot of the way to keep up with it was keeping up with it on this Cloverfield blog spot. Okay. That was, like, the primary, like, record-keeping source throughout the game? Uh-huh. Cool. Which is kind of wild when you think about it. Yeah. That's neat. It is kind of neat. Okay, so, um... So, yeah, so they found the fifth photo, and then on... What day is this? Give me a date, please. I think the same week they figured out that you could flip the photos on the website over. Yeah, on the same day actually as the uh as the photo of the three people at the party came out. Uh okay. people people realized that if you dragged a photo around and kind of shook it back and forth with your mouse, it would flip over. Mm, and they had hidden okay. messages and some of them had had hidden messages on the back. Okay. Uh, so the one of Rob drinking said, don't forget who takes care of you, love Jay, on the back. Okay. Uh, and the one of Rob and Hud and the mystery woman uh, said, uh, Lascano, Platt, and Robbie, Jan 2008. Robbie, here use this photo to send a message of my hotness far and wide. I'm going to miss the hell out of you. Love, Jamie. Okay, cool. 
Um, and from this information, uh, people found uh, Jamie Lascano on MySpace. Remember MySpace? Yeah, God. You're uh, going to be hearing a lot about it in this arc. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm trying um, to think, and- Did because people don't. I mean, I guess people do ARGs with characters for, um, like, they'll do a Facebook profile for a character sometimes. But, like, I feel like MySpace is really one of the few places where, like, making a profile for a fictional character seemed cool. Yeah. Um, Like, I guess you could do a Twitter account or a, a Tumblr post for those people. But, like, I feel like if if you do that, if you... No one cares about a fake Twitter account for a character. I think people were like, oh, cool. They did a MySpace account for this character is a thing that like gets seen as a positive, neat marketing move uh, for MySpace, unlike other social media sites. Of course, and now that site's dead. So who knows if that even matters? <laughs> um. So, yeah, so a, a lot of like the, the kind of flavor of this uh happened on myspace weirdly like a lot of the character building okay so from so they found jamie's myspace because she was the one whose like full name they had uh and from her myspace they also found uh rob hawkins lily ford beth mcintyre jason hawkins marlena diamond and hud platt uh who are all characters in the movie yeah okay as you may know, because you watched the movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's there's part of this that I'm I'm kind of regretting watching the movie first now because I'm just <laughs> like, uh huh, those sure are the characters. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so some of their profiles were private, I think, uh, but they would accept friend requests if you sent that to them. And I remember from this that, like, a lot of their posts were pretty inconsequential. It was just, like, them hanging out and stuff and just, like, shooting the shit with each other on MySpace. Just flavor. Okay. I don't think I can get to them now because isn't, isn't MySpace, like, still exists, but I, I feel like they're gone it yeah yeah i can't imagine they're still around i know that myspace does exist as like a music platform i think yeah but i have no idea if i don't know if my account's still around i don't think i ever like disabled or deleted it but like i don't i also don't know that i could find it didn't they have they had a big uh data loss a couple years ago didn't they Oh yeah. Oh, they super did. I don't I don't know if that deleted accounts or just like deleted uh images and stuff like that from I don't know. I I my conspiracy theory is that it was <laughs> it's kind of like a oops, we lost all of these images from dead accounts. Uh-oh. Sorry. Like, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I I feel like I'm a, I'm a MySpace truther. I feel like they deleted that data and then were like, oops, uh, you know, we that was definitely a mistake. None of y'all should care because it was on MySpace. But, uh, you know, we also didn't technically have the permission to do that, but we did it. 
<laughs> what a conspiracy theory. That's, I, you know, MySpace didn't want to pay that much for storage. I don't think it's too strong of a conspiracy. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and so people people started calling these seven characters the Slusho Seven uh, be, because it was catchy, I suppose. Um, and they would just, like, post selfies with each other and, like, stuff like that on MySpace and be like, hey, are you going out to the party tonight? And, like, whatever. And then... So while keep people were keeping up with all of this, uh, then on July 28th, uh, the Slusha website underwent a huge update. Uh, it got three new sections, uh, including a store section that was a real store where you could buy okay. Slusha t-shirts and hats. Um, it had, they added like music to the site. Here, I'm, I'm going to shoot you a picture of the store because it's kind of cute <laughs> that's what we're gonna do when we make argonauts merch we're just gonna put it on a website that is technically part of an arg but like you do also have to pay for it <laughs> <laughs> okay slush show make you feel freezing now slush show make you look cool okay there's something i don't know there there's something weird about a uh a US a US based marketing firm making fake uh broken English for a Japanese website that doesn't exist. Uh it's a little iffy. By a little iffy, I mean it's pretty racist. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, okay. Like so, yeah, I they... Go ahead. I do understand kind of what they were going for, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's... Yeah. I do like the horse, though. <laughs> it's a very cute horse wearing a slusho hat. <laughs> and like, I the, the little characters wearing, uh, wearing the clothes is fun. I like that they have a store where you can buy this merch. I think that's a neat idea. I think they will incorporate it. We'll say that uh, the first clue is going to be shipped out with a random merch payment, so... Uh, you should probably buy merch and see if you're the one that gets the golden ticket. <laughs> uh, they also added a page called Happy Talk that featured a large mouth that opened up and would show the animals from the slusho uh, site inside. And they would say like weird quotes from emails that people had sent in to the website. Okay. Uh. So, but they they just kind of like pulled randomly. So some of the quotes were like, "I love Slusho," and some of them were like, "Am I a whale?" <laughs> oh, nice. I'm I'm really endeared to like these weird animals that were made in like Emma's paint. <laughs> yeah, what a weird I website. Love I love the Idea. horse that looks just like zooted out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that horse has seen some things. <laughs> um, and they also added a flavors page, uh, which let you mix flavors to make your own uh, custom slusho drink. 
which is very cool. Hang on, I do remember this one from the website because I. That's I, what I, we used to do in uh in middle school. We uh, my middle school had a thing you could buy at lunch. You could buy a little, basically a Dixie cup full of slushy for fifty cents. Uh, and they'd be like, what do you want in this? We'd be like, put all of it in there. Um, and it would be gross. But uh, yeah. it's what we did. You're in middle school. Well, well this one is fun because it has little mechs and you're you're like fusing the mechs to make your flavor. That's cute. Is the fourth one an avocado? Uh, the fourth one is uh, nashi, which is pear. Okay. Also, chocolate is a bad slushy flavor because you can't get you like you can do a milkshake but you can't get slushy right i'm not off base here no you're not you're definitely not off base i wouldn't even i wouldn't mix it with most of these flavors Um, yeah it also doesn't mix well with any of those maybe strawberry but like it doesn't that works on like an actual chocolate strawberry it does not work for like mix these two flavors together um, and so you could you could combine these and you would get like a super a super mech out of the uh, the the different mechs that you combined. This is my shit. I like this. It's fun. Uh, and there's also like a, a weird like glowing white flower on that page uh, that people assumed represented like the mysterious like undersea ingredient. Um, and people were like, oh, maybe if we do like the right flavor combination like we'll unlock a clue but they they kind of data mined the website and found out that that wasn't gonna happen <laughs> nah man we just put in a a mech making mini game <laughs> uh they also noticed that there was a little a little crab on the website that changed ex- its expression when you clicked on it <laughs> that's a good crab i know i like him I like this little squid thinking about a hammer. Me too. Okay. So we've got a delightfully weird website that's only a little racist. <laughs> so what do we do with our fun website? Everyone's... <laughs> uh, hey, we'd like to report a new website that everyone loves. It's super fun and cool. We regret to inform you the website is racist. Uh, what happens next with this milkshake site? <laughs> god so the the thing that actually happened next was that people started speculating what the title of the movie was gonna be um people already had been speculating that it was called cloverfield i think uh because of just sneaky hints from the uh from the arg um but people were also speculating that it was going to be called monstrous or colossus and then uh, people started speculating that it was called Overnight um, because okay. the trademark people who had trademarked Slusho had also trademarked Overnight as a title. Okay. Um, and then I feel like that was debunked. It's very interesting that people thought that Cloverfield was like the working title of this movie that it actually became the real title (laughs) yeah what what was it that tipped them off to that do we have any idea i think it was the thing in the arg where uh the phone number uh of the website went to the santa monica airport and i think they also might have gotten a like leaked footage or something from the set 
Okay. It's interesting because I know that uh, if I remember right, like Cloverfield, I think was named after the fact that uh, like J.J. Abrams took the Cloverfield exit off of the interstate yeah. to go from his office to home. So I'm I'm curious what like that would be, what that would line up with. Because I was, I, I did a little bit of a, like looking at the trivia about the movie after I watched it. And that was basically, they were like, I guess this is why it's called Cloverfield. Also, like, Clover is one of the first things that bounces back after, um, like, a nuclear attack. So maybe there's some connection there with, maybe that's what the hammer down protocol is. But, like, it's not like people are like, oh, no, it's Dr. Cloverfield's monster. <laughs> I I feel like uh Cloverfield was originally a working title and then they just kind of kept it. I feel like I remember hearing about that. Okay. Like the uh the Dragon Age uh setting name. Sometimes yeah. you just put the <laughs> Dragon Age setting, DAS as your thing and then eventually you're just like fuck it, this place is called Thetis now because we're used God. to seeing it written out. The first time I heard about that, I lost my mind. I was like, that cannot be real. (laughs) (laughs) You have to be kidding me. (laughs) Um, Let me see. The next stuff on this is all about them them data mining the website. Oh, this website, uh, this blog got a cease and desist email from Paramount Pictures. (laughs) Hell yeah. That's how you know you're on to shit. Uh, because they posted a call sheet for, uh, or they posted a link to a, a story on another website that had the full call sheet for Cloverfield. Gotcha. That'll do it. <laughs> uh, the that's how you, ha- that's one of those things where it's like, we bet this is related. And then the company reaches out and is like, please remove that post. And it's like, all right, let's update that post to say, we're definitely sure this is related. <laughs> Uh, the next thing that happened was that people started getting their orders from the slusho store. Okay. Um, and they were totally normal hats and uh, and uh, shirts, and um, they came packaged in Japanese newspaper that was determined to be like an actual newspaper and not like fabricated. Uh, okay. From just like wherever it was like an actual free Japanese paper um and pretty much everyone who got a package received part of the same page uh pages 21 and 22 and then a bunch of other random pages from the same newspaper okay since they were part of like an actual newspaper like I'm pretty sure they ended up not being relevant (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was the uh the the Japanese Daily Sun, which was a Japanese newspaper from Hawaii. Okay. Um, and they were like, oh, okay, this is like, this is real. <laughs> this probably isn't a clue. It's just right. flavor. Cool. And then they added new, uh, they added new stuff to the Slusho Happy Talk page from, from people's emails. Um, and that was, I think when people sort of started figuring out that they were all fan submitted because they were very like random uh, and they weren't anything really cluey. They were just like, have you thought about an apple flavored slush? 
That would probably oh, be that... a good slushy, actually. Yeah, I would drink. I would probably drink that. Yeah, that'd be a good one. Better than chocolate. <laughs> oh, and then um, on uh, on August twenty third, uh, the one eighteen oh eight site uh, went down. Okay. And people were like, "Oh, wonder what that's about." Hmm. And that's the ARG. Bye, everyone. Thanks yeah, for that's, coming that's out. it. Yep, Buy some the merch. Site, <laughs> the site went down. Uh, six months later, the movie came out. The movie came out. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Good ARG. Good ARG. Uh, no, so so people figured out that uh, you could still kind of access it through a back end. And then it went back up. And then it went back down again. Um and then it went all the way back up, uh, and people, or the next day it came all the way back up, and people were like, huh, nothing has changed. Okay. But they did, but Weird. then they found out that if you sat on the website for exactly six minutes, it would play a kaiju roar. Hell yeah. And just jump scare you. <laughs> Can you imagine being the first person to find that? Oh, God. Get on the message board. Hey, guys, I think that the website yelled at me. <laughs> I don't know what I did. I pulled out MySpace in a new tab and was just kind of dicking around. And then Godzilla just went. <laughs> so I don't know what's up. That one's uh, a little they... treat for editor Andrew. <laughs> uh, and they they found out that it was like a it was like a flash operation on the website that was set to play it after uh, after six minutes exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, all right. I refreshed the page and sat down with a uh, a, a little timer thing. I don't know what those things are called. A stopwatch? No, it's not stopwatch. You know what I'm talking about? The little timer. Whatever those yeah, are called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Doing a Godzilla Roar speed run. <laughs> and then uh, Jamie updated her MySpace um, around this time on the 31st uh, of August and talked about missing a Teddy Hansen, uh, who was a name that had not been mentioned yet. Um, okay. But he is going to become important. <clears throat> um, and there were other MySpace updates, mostly just like people, mostly just like them talking about going to sports games together and like reading comic books and whatever. And then uh, people took a bunch of the clues from Jamie's MySpace page where she was talking about how she missed uh, Teddy Hansen and she also... Uh, left a message on Marlena's page uh, that said, Hey girl, well that certainly got his attention. Teddy bear called me each of the last three days and each time we've ended up talking for like three hours. I miss the man behind the voice. He says he already watched it ten times and demanded more. Uh, and Marlena sent her a message back uh, that said, I'm glad it worked for you. I knew if, if he could just bear witness to your hotness, he'd never stray, though I still don't think you should have to work so hard. Uh, and someone from Unfiction found jamieandteddy.com uh, which had a picture hmm. of two teddy bears and a caption that said just for you teddy bear I miss you like crazy already love your little Lascano and if you clicked on the picture it would take you to a login page 
Um, and they realized that the password was JLLovesTH, and it would take you to a video download page where Jamie was leaving video messages for her boyfriend, Teddy. Okay. Um, and the first video was her basically saying, like, Hi, I'm going to start sending you video messages while you're away on your trip. I miss you, blah, blah, blah. Um, and uh, at the end, you hear her talking to Marlena off camera. So people were like, oh, they're like roommates or friends or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't remember these names from the AR or from the movie. So I don't, I don't think that necessarily means they're not like players here or anything, but I... I'm keeping that in my back pocket. Marlena obviously is the character in the movie, but the other ones. Yeah. Uh, and then on September 29th, so almost a full month later, um, well, a full month plus like kind of some inconsequential MySpace updates in between, uh, mm-hmm. there was a sixth photo added to the website, and it was kind of a puzzler. It was this on the front. And this on the back. Okay, on the front is a uh, presumably a Japanese man who looks like a chef, maybe, holding some kind of food on a baking sheet. I do not know what it is. Um, And then on the back, there is uh, writing in Japanese. Yeah, so the the writing on the back is a recipe um, that is more or less like a a normal recipe for just like chicken stock and noodles with like chicken in them. Uh, But it does call for one pinch of deep sea nectar. Okay. This is that that shit that uh, is in, in, uh, I almost called it sluggo, uh, slusho. Yes, Sluggo. <laughs> yeah, so people were like, oh, "Okay, this is this is a weird connection to Slusho, but we've we've we're connecting the dots." Um, and connected them. And so someone did a Google search for deep sea nectar, and they only found and they found only one page. Uh, it was a restaurant review. Uh, that mentioned the source of the seabed's nectar, uh, which comes from a company in Honshu, Japan, called Tagurato. And from there, the people on Unfiction discovered Tagurato.jp. Okay. And uh, and they found that the CEO was named Ganu Yoshida, uh, and they were like, oh, the founder of Slusho was also named Yoshida, so this is probably her son uh, who, like, went to become a deep-sea miner. Slusho is one of their subsidiary companies, and it mentions Slusho a bunch on the site. Uh, Another one of their subsidiaries is also uh, called Bold Futura, uh, which they found was the owner of the U.S. trademark for Slusho. Okay. Uh, and they also had a page that showed all of their deep sea drilling locations. Um, and they were all different stations around the world named after Japanese emperors. Uh, and it was found that the Chuai station had opened in September 
2007 and was very close to New York. Okay. The intrigue. Yeah. Uh, they also had a contact page that had a address, uh, which didn't, which was a fake address that like wouldn't pull up anything on Google Maps, uh, a telephone number, and an email address. Uh, the email address worked, but didn't have an auto reply, and the phone number worked and would send you straight to voicemail. Uh, it had the same message in English and Japanese that would just send you straight to a voicemail box. Okay. Uh, there were some other MySpace updates, mostly about Rob taking Beth to lunch. You know, just normal stuff. Yeah, normal stuff. Normal stuff. Um, people kind of found similarities between the uh, Tagarato company history page and the Slusho history page. Uh, the Tagarato had a lot of kind of elaboration on the science and like deep sea mining stuff um it talked about how in 1989 uh Gana Yoshida um purchased a bunch of shares from this crumbling company and they set up a drilling station uh to excavate deep sea petroleum um and now they have like 14 deep sea mining stations and they're like an elite uh, company across the world. Okay. Um, and they can get to these like deep sea reservoirs under the ocean floor, um, with their technology. So just okay, the villains capitalism all along. Yeah, exactly. Cool. Good to know. Yeah. Um. So so yeah. So they 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 drill mostly petroleum. Um. But they have, quote-unquote, unparalleled access to natural resources that lie below the ocean floor. <laughs> okay. Which I'm sure is fine. Yeah, it's going to go great. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. And so, October 4th, uh, there's a new video that goes up on jamieandteddy.com. Uh, Jamie has received a gift from Teddy... Uh, but she is not allowed to open it until December 9th. Okay. Uh, and she talks about uh, that she got a text message from Teddy uh, earlier. Uh, and then she uh, is like talking to someone off camera and she's like, oh, I got to go. Goodbye. I love you. Okay. Uh, and then the boop, 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 the slushy or the slusho uh, happy talk page updated with more fan submitted stuff. Um, someone put in people at this point started putting in like fake clues <laughs> of like telling cool. people to do arbitrary stuff on the website that like wouldn't actually do anything <laughs> <laughs> which is really funny i was a, i was afraid you meant like uh like uh game jacking type stuff but if this oh, is no, just no. like not like when we were kids talking on the playground and we we're like no no pokemon i swear to god if you go to this location and surf there if you go all the way to the right i'm sure you'll find a thing like 
kids doing shit on the playground like that telling people no it definitely happens in the game you just got to keep trying it i hear if you get to all your pokemon to level 100 you get mewtwo like perfect hell yeah that's the best way to interact in a trolley way with an arg website yeah people were submitting stuff like click on the red crab six times (laughs) (laughs) if you wait here for six hours something happens (laughs) <laughs> which is yeah i think i think that's funny like obviously game jacking bad but uh <laughs> <laughs> if it's just like hey click on this piece of clip art five times like that's pretty funny <laughs> yeah game trolling is great <laughs> game trolling is allowed <clears throat> Uh, and then on October 13th, uh, Slusho put up a page that said they were now hiring. Okay. Yeah. I wonder if uh, they're filling a vice president spot. I wonder. Uh, <laughs> and they were like, hey, if you want to become a distributor for Slusho or like put a machine in your store, call this number or email the website and like, We'll send you, like, we'll spe- we'll send you special flavors bi-weekly, uh, and the FDA hasn't approved our ingredient for consumption in the West yet, <laughs> but we're pretty, <laughs> but we're confident that they will. Yeah, we swear to God, FDA is going to be all over this, in a good, <laughs> in a good way. Uh, and it was the same phone number and, uh an email address from the Tagaracho website. So people were like, oh, okay, yeah, they're they're connected. Okay. Uh, and then uh, there was also on October 14th, uh, another page added to the Slusho site, uh, which the link to it was in Japanese, uh, but it translated to contest. Um, and the only thing that was there so far was a a little like thought bubble that said in comic sans we are coming we'll find you soon that's creepy love that it's weird i gotta say uh getting a lot of mileage out of me saying creepy things in comic sans i wonder how far you could push that as an arg mechanic that's true can i scare my players into being like ah fuck it's comic sans (laughs) <laughs> just an immediate jump scare response to Comic Sans itself. Yeah, just being like, oh no, that's the Joker talking or whatever. Like, Oh my god. That's fate talking. <laughs> oh shit. It's Comic Sans time. Now things are oh, dangerous. Man. Oh, um, Batman Arg where the Joker only talks in Comic Sans is doing a <laughs> lot for me right now. The Riddler only talks in Wingdings. Killer oh, Croc only talks in all caps. That'd be really fun. <laughs> That'd be really funny. Martin, every episode of our podcast can't just be us pitching Batman media. I mean... Ah, <laughs> <sighs> uh, and so and so then on the fifteenth, people start getting uh, replies to their uh, their emails regarding Slusho distribution. Uh, 
which said, Thank you for your interest in becoming a distributor of Slusho brand Happy Drink and joining the Tiger Auto family. We'd be very excited to work with you in spreading the joy of Slusho all over the world. In light of a storm of fl- false claims of business purpose, we have been forced to institute a verification policy. The first step is to forward documents of authenticity. We'll need a copy of your articles of incorporation before proceeding with this slusho distribution distribution opportunities we apologize for the inconvenience this will cause you okay so basically they were like oh you want to distribute slusho send us your all of your business certifications yeah <laughs> like really prove it funny. asshole Uh, and then October eighteenth, uh, there was a new, uh, <clears throat> there was a new Jamie and Teddy video. Uh, it was Jamie telling a story about how she ran into one of Teddy's exes when she was like out with her friends, and they had a fight, uh, and she had a terrible night, and she lost her purse with her phone and her wallet and her keys and stuff, um, and she was very upset. Um, and she also talked about that Lily and Jason were fighting all night. Um, okay. And she's like, I mean, I, I got a new phone. I'm going to call you like as soon as I get it. But then it ends. All of the Jamie and Teddy videos are, are pretty, are pretty short. Okay. Um, I keep almost saying, well, we know that that is such and such because I've seen the movie, but I need to keep remembering to myself that like, the movie came out at the end of this, so we don't know that and by this right now, Andrew. <laughs> yeah, we don't know anything about what happens to these guys, wink wink. Sure don't. Who's Jason? <laughs> What's a Lily? Well, we know who Jason and Lily are because of the MySpace pages. Yeah, I know. I'm just being... Yeah. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> um... Oh, and then people, so interestingly enough, this was during uh, the writer's strike, uh, or it started in the middle of the ARG, and people were like, oh, oh, is the ARG going to get shut down because of the writer's strike? I feel like that wouldn't tie into things, would it? Because it's about uh... movies. Like, this is a movie instead of a TV show. I guess if the if the writers from... Was Alias going on at the time? Because Bad Robot had Lost, which was going on at the yeah, time. Yeah, Lost was going on. And that was in season four or five, whichever one was about the boat. Um, God, what a bad season of television. Uh, and then, I, I don't know if Alias was on right then, but I, I, I feel like that wouldn't have been... I don't know. If anything, I feel like people would be like, great, I'm striking from my job working as a writer on Lost, but I am also involved in this other project that JJ's putting on for a movie. I guess I can write more for this ARG. Unless I'm really off base. Yeah, I don't really know who was behind this ARG. I couldn't really find that information. I assume it was like people with Bad Robot. I would assume so, but I don't... Or whoever they typically contract with for marketing purposes. Yeah, and I don't know. Once like, you get to big... Once you get to actual companies like that, I'm just like, I don't know how any of this works. Yeah, and I... And people were like, from this blog post, at least it sounds like people were speculating that it was like 
the marketing firm that had already run the Lost Arg. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess so. But, like, also for the Lost Arg, like, one of the show writers had been, like, heavily collaborative with the marketing firm. So people were like, uh-oh. <laughs> okay. <clears> hmm. <throat> Uh, but then shortly afterwards, uh, the websites started updating again. So uh, they were like, oh, uh, I guess the ARG is still running. <laughs> uh, the Slesho page with uh, user submitted stuff updated again. Uh, it seemed to be updating pretty much weekly. Uh, just with like emails people sent in. Uh, I like that one of these is, I put a raw egg in Slesho. Ugh. All right. Classic uh, Rocky style. I also like that one of these is, do I need to microwave Slesho before feeding my infant? Oh, no. God. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, uh, November 12th, there was another uh, Jamie and Teddy video. Uh, it was nothing super interesting. Uh, she, like, dances for him to a song that he likes. I promise they do get plot relevant at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, a lot of... So, kind of what... I was talking about in the episode that we uh, that we recorded about the movie is that like a lot of this arg was just like flavor and character building on mm-hmm. MySpace and stuff like that. And then it was like absolutely none of that went into the movie. <laughs> it's interesting. I mm-hmm. it definitely feels like uh, I don't know. You get a marketing campaign that has a basic understanding of what they're trying to market and what like is and isn't off limits and then you have another which is like you know the people making the movie they don't like they they made the movie they can't like retroactively do stuff from the arg necessarily but then like i don't know i i get where that disconnect comes in but it always feels weird it's like uh there's a weird thing that we get a lot with um this is a weird tangent, but like marketing magic card sets is weird lately. Um, the the newest expansion is one called Kaldheim, which is like a uh, it's it's a it's a, a a Viking snowy themed set. But to market it, they were like, yeah, we're gonna work with a bunch of like heavy metal musicians and do like metal week because there's some like heavy metal ish stuff kind of in the set but not really because it's not like oh it's not like a heavy vikings clashing in fields thing and even if it was it's not like a heavy metal thing so you just get a weird thing where it's like yeah marketing focuses on one element while the actual thing itself focuses on the entirety of itself and that's not defined by that one element. And then you get a weird mis- mismatch where you just go, well, this is weird. Cause like, this isn't the marketing for it. And this isn't the thing that was like, used to sell this thing. Um, so I don't know. It gets kind of weird and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I, I, I know, imagine arcs, that I, arcs that like do that for movies are always kind of like I, f- I feel like it was the same thing with AI, right? Like they they developed this like whole world and like a separate story, and then they were like, "But forget all about that. None of that's yeah. relevant." <laughs> this is a this is a, a sad contemplative piece about a robot. Uh, none of the world building necessarily matters. It's kind of like uh, one of the things I liked about um, the Blink Network ARG that we talked about was that, uh, you know, I Danger went in and like actively worked to say like, what can I build out that like uh-huh. fleshes out a part of this world without it being like, without severely like, being about the world itself and so built out like a tech startup that was going to create the big bad in 20 years or whatever but like as it's a tech startup um something like that was interesting where it's like you can build up this thing without it tying in directly to the plot but also without it like indirectly tying to the plot i think that that i think the indirect tie-in is the thing that's always weird where it's like well why did we spend time focusing about these two characters that show up in the movie for 12 seconds yeah instead of like no yeah i, I totally talking agree. about the movie yeah <clears throat> i I also think yeah. it's hard if you get you get you get sold hey we need you to market this movie about a monster you're not allowed to talk about the monster go <laughs> yeah they really kind of did do that, huh? Like, they're just like, okay, we have a party scene. I guess we'll have these kids talk about how much they enjoy hanging out in <laughs> parties. <laughs> I don't know. I, I get the frustration, and I get where a struggle can come in with that. Yeah, they were like... Oh, you, like... <laughs> I guess they'll just go watch sports together because like the really bad thing that happens to them hasn't happened yet so they're just normal guys yeah like the big thing about this the 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 big thing about cloverfield as a movie is that like these are just people dealing with the worst night of their lives in which a monster attacks their city and they have no prep for that it's not like these are like monster preppers or even like zombie preppers you know they're just like kids live in their life i say kids because they're like early 20 they're probably closer to 30s actually they're my fuck they're my age <laughs> all right well um i'm gonna sit with that for a little bit but like uh you know they're just people living their lives having a a what they think is a normal night that gets entirely upended and it's hard to like what lore do you want to add to that that hud actually knows about kaiju because that changes the movie on a fundamental level, you know? Um, and what can you advertise for, like, six months out that, like, what, are we going to start talking about the fact that a monster could attack soon? Because, like, well, that kind of takes away from the point of the movie, which is that, like, this just hit with no mm-hmm. warning. Yeah. Like, I, I, you know, I as much as I enjoy a good ARG, I don't know how you do this kind of build-up to this kind of movie. I guess hinting at this, like... Weird that they're, like, hinting toward a Japanese corporation, probably just because Rob is becoming the VP of a company in Japan that he Mm -hmm. has to, like, move overseas to. I guess that's where they bring that tie-in into it instead of just doing, like, yeah, we could just do an American uh, company because it's right there. (laughs) But, um, 
yeah, I don't envy the task of having to put of putting together an ARG for something like this um, in a way that f- both leads into the movie in a way that feels good and also like doesn't just tell the people playing your ARG this is what the movie is. <laughs> oh man, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine if like <clears throat> someone looked directly? into the camera during like the first half of Cloverfield. It was like, wow, I can't believe that Rob is going to work for Slusho. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. And it, it did, I will say it did seem a little weird that during the movie, they were just like, no one said the name of the company he was going to work for it was kind of weird. I guess if you wanted to like retroactively piece it together, it's like, yeah, the brother's wearing a Slusho logo to the going away party. That makes sense, but like, I I don't know. I don't know either. It's weird. <sighs> it's weird trying to have this plug-in happen, and it's this is the first time that I'm uh, listening. That I was about to say watching an ARG. It's the first time that I have seen the movie that is the result of the ARG, and I'm just kind of like looking at one end and looking at the other end and being like, "What the fuck connecting wire is going to go in between here?" Yeah, exactly. So, like, now you kind of understand how, like, coming off of the ARG and, like, seeing for the movie and seeing the movie for the first time was, like, weirdly disappointing for me. <laughs> yeah, I can I can definitely understand that. This I just, is a like, very weird jump between two things. God. Yeah, I just, like, I don't know. It's so weird. <laughs> I'm I'm almost glad that you watched the movie first, so you're you're going in with the with the opposite experience. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you're like, well, this is you know this is the ARG that leads into the movie, which kind of sucks because it doesn't take anything from the ARG, and I'm like, this is the ARG that led in the movie, which is weird because none of this is relevant. <laughs> so the next thing that actually happened was uh the uh the next trailer came out and and people started analyzing the uh the next trailer okay um which was it had slightly more information about the movie i think like it was more kind of obvious what uh what it was gonna be and i think at this point they knew that it was called cloverfield because like the posters had started coming out okay so that was also in the do we have that trailer uh let me see if i can find it real quick i'm trying to keep up with what is known about the movie as i'm uh as i'm listening okay so this opens with that message that we know and love that this used to be Central Park or whatever. Oh, I hate that they're putting his, like, this is who I am message in the beginning of this trailer. Yeah, it's weird, right? I hate movie trailers. (laughs) Oh, they just show Marlena in the trailer, too. Yeah, they straight up show Marlena dying in the trailer. Just popping. We don't know what it is, but, like, they show it. This is a bad trailer. 
It's not a good trailer, Andrew. It really isn't. Like, it's a bad trailer for what the good thing about Cloverfield is. This just shows everything. Yeah, it shows Shit, like I don't, every. I should have just watched that. I could have done the same spookum up. I know, right? It it shows just like every important part of the movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I part of what makes the movie really work is that it does a found footage thing really well. But like, I don't know. This gives away all of the interesting like bits that it lands on. So mm-hmm. that means that the stuff that you get to find in the movie is just all the setup to the things you see here, which is just, eh. Yeah, this is a this is not a good trailer. No, I'm glad I didn't see that trailer before I watched the movie. Some part of I, the thing I I I knew nothing about Cloverfield going in, and I feel like that really helped. I knew there was a big monster. That's about all I knew. Yeah, I uh, I remember seeing this, and like people kind of worked out that Marlena was the one dying in that one scene. And I was like, all right, well, just that a lot a bunch well, of the movies <laughs> just been ruined now. <laughs> fuck. All right, thanks, guys. Like damn, fuck, fucking, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that trailer comes out. What do we get now? So now we get a bunch of people like trying to analyze the trailer frame by frame. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because that's what happens when you leave arg people alone for a while. <laughs> uh huh. I feel um, like you could have also, like, uh, you used to be able to, like, actively do that. Like, on YouTube, you could scroll frame by frame. Nowadays, you can't. It's just like, great, we're going to jump you ahead by, like, three seconds or whatever. But, like, it used to be that you could do that. So that was, like, an easy easy thing to do, he says, about, like, something that takes a long time. But, um, yeah, I remember that was a thing you could do more easily than you can nowadays yeah and especially because like the the cloverfield footage is very very blurry people are uh-huh. like oh we're gonna take like three thousand screenshots and like try to figure out what the fuck is happening <laughs> <sighs> there's there's gotta be a uh i i'm sure you could you could you you can mathematize this, but there has to be like some kind of graph where like uh on the bottom like the bottom line is like how much time you spend examining things before the movie starts, and the other axis is like how much you're going to enjoy the movie, and there has to be a point where you just hit like a bottom trench that's just like yeah you're not gonna enjoy this you've already data mined the movie of course you're not gonna like this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I think J.J. Abrams has ruined modern filmmaking, but you know, <laughs> we'll get into that as we get further into the ARG. I mean, I am inclined to agree with you. Is the thing. <laughs> <clears throat> oh boy, um, and and so uh, November twenty second, uh which is a 
couple of days, I think, after the new the new trailer came out in HD and people were like mining it for content, uh, the Tagarato page updated with a uh, investor news item. Uh, it said, okay. Tagarato is aware that many of you are shocked and angered over the recent article by the Reveil Research Center. The Slusho Board of Directors would like to assure you that the article's claims are completely false and that there is no seabed's nectar available outside their contained factories. The ar- The author of the article, Dr. Abe, is known for his suspicious research methods. In 1994, he was brought before his university's academic board in response to his genetic manipulation of australian afnos we've dealt with similar predators before the article has been stripped from all subsequent issues and our legal department is currently looking into further retaliation methods okay and so people found that if you google searched uh reveal research center uh you would find a post on uh, these science forums by a user called Five Pancakes uh, that said, Reveal Research Center. Hi, I'm new to the board. You all seem very well read, so I hope someone knows what I'm talking about. I'm attaching an article I found about the slusho drinks and the weird effect it's having on people. I'm worried because my two boys drink it every day. Does anyone have info on the Reveal Research Center? Are they legitimate? Does anyone have any other research on slusho drinks? Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. And... It had a document uh, attached on nectar addressing health concerns with the seabed's nectar, uh, talking about how uh, the Reveal Research Center had uh, started a preliminary study on Slusho's mystery ingredient, um, and they uh, they found that Slusho had a peculiar response to traditional testing methods. <laughs> so that's good. <laughs> uh, and it, it talks about how, uh, how seabed's nectar uh, has somehow evaded classification in any kind of emo- international dietary database. Okay. So it's not legally food i think is what they're saying cool Cool. Mm -hmm. just start marketing slusho as a supplement because that's what you can do now god supplements don't have to be approved by the fda (laughs) and it talks about how uh how slusho markets uh seabed's nectar as having restorative powers um and how research into it could actually lead to growth in preventative and homeopathic medicine uh, but Tagarato has been basically litigating against people who want to uh, look into like the acquisition and chemical makeup of seabed's nectar um, and has been basically hiding all of their information that they have on it, uh, which is both unethical and disgustingly profit-oriented, says this article. (laughs) Buddy, I got something to tell you about a little thing that we here like to call capitalism. (laughs) Uh, And the last paragraph (laughs) I can tell you're new here. Come here, sit down for a second. (laughs) Let's have a little chat. (laughs) Uh, So... Describing air. 
So the last paragraph of this says, uh, Concerned about the wealth of information lost by Takarato's negligent attitude, my department managed to obtain a small sample of seabed's nectar. Our conclusions are spotty at best, based on diluted specimens and poor investigative conditions. Our findings are too consistent, however, to be discounted completely. The short-term exposure to the substance, some initial tests revealed, accelerated cell cell growth, increased strength, increased soft muscle tissue growth, sharper eyesight, better digestion, smoother skin, and a full body pleasant sensation that one of our researchers actually described as a wave of pure happiness. The rest of this report will attempt to summarize our findings based on preliminary tests with seabed's nectar and hopefully lay down foundation for more extensive research. We aligned our testing regimen with the current case study, the notorious documentary footage depicting an 84-year-old woman drinking 12 large slusho beverages and... And then it cuts off. (laughs) So, the stuff in slusho is just the juice from Spectacular Organic. It kind of is the god juice, yeah. Hell yeah, give me that slusho. I think that's the implication. Oh man, I'll drink a slusho. (laughs) Make me a god? What's the worst case? I turn into a giant... A monster and destroy New York. I'll do that. I'm good with that. <laughs> yeah, I wish Slusho was real. I would drink a Slusho. Slusho looks good. Shit, I want a slushy now. Uh, me too. God. Uh, we did this to ourselves. I'm going to have to get on Grubhub and see if I can find a slushy. But everyone's just going to be like, is a milkshake fine? And I'll say, no, I need a slushy. <laughs> it's, it's, I was about to say, it's January. It's March. Uh, it's March. Outside, it is very cold, but I need a slushy, a fruity slushy. Um, but, 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 let's see. So that was November 22nd. Uh, November 24th, the Tagarato website becomes hacked. Uh, the title was changed to Tagarato is destroying our oceans. Um, and the, uh, the photo of the, <clears throat> of the CEO, Gano Yoshida had been graffitied to show a tidal wave, like wiping out a, a, a city with some sea creatures. And they, they drew little devil horns on him. <laughs> Okay. It's going to be a new profile picture. <laughs> uh, and the um, the wave and the sea animals all had Roman numerals hidden on them. And the animals also had hidden words uh, indicating what kinds of animals they were. So there's like a tanner crab, a dumbo octopus. Uh, and the wave was just called the wave. Okay. Uh, and the 25th, uh, Tagarato's voicemail message changed and said, uh, if you have questions concerning our Parafun recall, please leave a message and one of our associates will find and support you as soon as possible. Uh, and people found that uh, one of Tagarato's subsidiary companies was Parafun Wax Distributors. Uh, and... Their description on the site was, One of the many byproducts of our petroleum reservoir is paraffin wax, uh, an alkane with dozens of handy uses in your day-to-day life. Edible, malleable, colorable, and a fine electrical insulator. Paraffin wax distributors meets all your wax needs. And people are like, uh-oh, 
uh, guess they're recalling their wax. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to start putting out those, uh, you know, that gross, uh, like, the little candy that's like the syrup in a bottle and the bottle's made of wax. Yeah. They're just going to start doing that with deep sea nectar. Uh, and and around that time, also uh, the twenty fifth and the twenty sixth, uh, the the Tiger Auto website became unhacked. <laughs> okay. Uh, also during this time, um, Slusho was appearing on like various kind of like JJ Abrams affiliated TV shows. Like Heroes had it show up a couple times. Heroes, I forgot about Heroes. Yeah, remember Heroes. <laughs> God, I, I that I never show that stopped Heroes. existing after the first season. That's what I've heard. <laughs> that okay. show that only had one season and then got canceled. <laughs> did uh, did Slusho ever show up on Lost? I don't know. Hold up. And was Fringe around yet? Fringe uh, I was know... J.J. Abrams, right? Yes, Fringe is J.J. Abrams. I'm pretty sure it showed up on Fringe. Let me. Okay. Let me see if it showed up on uh, in Lost. Hold up. Uh, it showed up in Alias. Um, come on, show me a list of just like where it shows up, please. Uh, it shows up in Fringe. It shows up in Alias. Uh, maybe it doesn't show up in Lost. It shows up in Heroes, and it shows up in Super Eight, the movie. Okay. It does not show up in Lost. Right. It Super 8. I haven't watched Super 8 in a really long time. I remember liking it, though. I forgot it existed. It's pretty good. It's another, like, J.J. Abrams monster movie for whatever it's worth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have strong J.J. Sure Abrams it... feelings. I'm pretty sure it also had an ARG, but, like, a more low-key one. Gotcha. Okay. I have it on our, like, list of movies to watch for media analysis, so it must have an ARG. <laughs> gotcha. Cool. Um, so, yeah. So, the website got unhacked. Uh, there was a news article on uh, the Tagarato headlines page. Actually, there were two, uh, a couple new articles on the 27th. Uh, one was talking about uh, through its bold future subsidiary, uh, Tiger Auto launched a geostationary satellite. Um, its first. Um, okay. And they had thought that because of poor weather conditions, lightning might strike it. Uh, but they went ahead with the launch anyway uh, because CEO Ganu Yoshida overruled the command. Uh, and the satellite launched, and it isn't up up there in space. I'm sure this is going to go well. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> and the other article is about how uh, Bold Futura recruited um, a bunch of... Or they recruited a hundred of the top physics majors graduating from universities around the world. Uh, and basically offered them free reign to work on whatever projects they wanted to uh as long as they got approval from the from the board okay uh and apparently it was a 
It was a big shakeup in the in the physics industry. But there's another one about uh, slusho employees who came to a remote animal control center in Japan and they brought slusho for all of the animals. <laughs> huh. This is <laughs> this is just uh, spectacular organic. Or maybe I should say the spectacular organic is just slusho, but yeah. okay. Uh they they organized a slusho drinking contest for two dozen of the animals at, at, at the animal control center. Lord. <laughs> oh boy. Um, and they 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 were doing a nationwide tour of uh of Japan's animal shelters, and the centers with the most slusho friendly animals were purchased by Tigerato. Okay. Huh. Like I, I assume the implication there is that they want the slusho friendly uh animals so that they can do animal testing. Yeah, absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I'm I'm trying to piece together with like what I know from the movie Cloverfield. Cause like I am seeing ah, we've set up a satellite. I'm sure I know what satellite that is based on speculation from the movie about the final scene um it's i'm trying to piece together like at what point where do we see this break bad and become cloverfield and mm-hmm. i'm kind of i'm it's weird because i like cloverfield not knowing what's going on and knowing what's going on isn't necessarily a bad thing but knowing what's going on and that the monster was created by a slushy company mm-hmm. that the main character is going to go work for is just kind of like, oh, I like this all as a whole less now. Just trying to I'm... piece all of this together. <laughs> yeah. I I completely understand. <laughs> Um, cause I'm trying to think about where this, you know, animal testing goes to create a lizard, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's where I am. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. A lot of the stuff in this goes nowhere. <laughs> okay. Not, I could see not, that too. Not to spoil anything for you. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then on, uh, on November 28th, uh, Tiger Otto gets hacked again. Okay. Uh, same hack, different day. And people are like, maybe we're missing something because why would they put it up twice? Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then on the 30th, uh, some people got slusho orders, uh, in that actually had clues in them. Um, they found that orders, uh, had been shipping with a torn copy of a Tagaroato memo. Um, okay. That said, effective immediately over the next few days. Well, it said this in Japanese and people translated it. Uh, sure. Over the next few days, because of the incident that took place, starting now, all letters to the outside will first pass through our communication center or they will not go out. Level one personnel question mark. So they, some of this is, 
question marked because the letter was literally torn and they were missing pieces of it. Sure. Um, level one personnel something. They will remain where they are, making certain to read the message from start to finish. How how they will know how they will know it is authentic. This message that is dispatched everywhere when it is described by the blank. In addition, working hard, employment rested overtime blank. <laughs> This is very scrambled. Okay. As for the employees, as for the employees, they will be made to wait in their appointed lodging facility until told otherwise. If one witnesses an act of misconduct and neglects to report it to the council, Chuai's department bureau will enforce principles and regard it as a violation. There will be no exceptions. Uh, and on okay. the back, there was a handwritten note in English that said. American, the Chuai station hides a dark secret. Good people are going missing. Expect further communication in the near future, the whistleblower. Okay. That's funny that someone would sign their messages like, Hello, my name is Whistleblow Johnson. Uh, <laughs> I'm here to spill some secrets. <laughs> I, I feel like it's one of those things where you're just like, I don't feel like if you are a whistleblower, you don't go and you, you're like, okay. I'm going to blow the whistle on this. I feel like you're just like, I got to get this message out. And someone else is like, oh, you're a whistleblower. And they're like, I guess. It's, it feels weird to be like, hello, I'm the whistleblower. It's nice to meet you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so a bunch of people got this and they were like, well, I mean, we can't really do anything about it, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Uh, not much oh, we no. can do here. <laughs> So yeah, so so we're entering December 2007. Uh, most of this arg obviously took place in uh, late 2007, early 2008, because the the movie came out January 2008, right? Um, mm-hmm. And so, uh, the Tagarato voicemail message updated. Uh, and said, if you are calling regarding the Kazooie Ichigawa memorial service, all seats have been filled and registration is now closed. Um, and people were like, oh, is that one of the people who went missing from Chuai Station? Also, like, the the memo that we got in the mail mentioned an incident that took place. Did someone die at the station? Like, what is going on? Uh, and then they realized uh, what the clues from the hack were trying to tell them. So they okay. were like, okay, so we have these animals that are numbered in a specific order, and we have the names of them in the code, uh, and we have the the wave, which is just called the wave. And if we take the first letter of all of these animals we get t-i-d-o and then wave and so someone typed in tidowave.com and they found the site of the hackers oh interesting uh Tido which, wave is their name yeah uh which was the front for an environmental activist group called the warriors of mother earth uh which was founded by a notorious conservationist uh, named the Green Bandit. The Green Bandit. Okay. Uh, and the the first thing that was found was they had a article about the death of Kazuo Ichigawa, the marine biologist. 
uh, who uh, his body and the bodies of his wife, daughter, and granddaughter were discovered in a national park in Japan. uh, And the authorities determined that it was a gas explosion in their trailer. Okay. Uh, And he died three days after he abruptly retired. Sure. Okay. This, this seems right. Yeah. Uh, and a, and a close friend and coworker who asked to remain anonymous, uh, believed that he had uncovered a magnificently, a magnificent discovery before he retired. Okay. Unfortunately, his computer and files, even ones he kept in his home safe, are nowhere to be found. Tigerato is currently conducting a search for them. Man, what an unfortunate accident that this befell this man. It's a shame that things accidentally happen like this. It's yeah, I know. I what a random accidental explosion. <sighs> and and it's such a bad time too. <laughs> um. And there was a lot more on the Tidal Wave site, but I think we're going to get into it next time. Okay. Uh, I'm excited to meet our hacker friends and dig deeper into <laughs> yeah. this game. Well, hell yeah. Uh, see, you know how we always say I forget how to uh, I forget how to rate um, games now? Because uh-huh. it's been a while. I forget how to not rate games now because I'm like, what do we do now? Do we just say goodbye? What? <laughs> no recommenda- recommendations. No, I know, I know. But what do you? Um, we've talked about it a bit as we've been going through. But what do you think of revisiting Cloverfield? Because I know that when did you get involved when playing the game? Were you there from the start? Uh, pretty much, yeah. So, what do you? How are you uh, looking at the game on the rewatch? What do you think? Um, I feel like I am absorbing a lot more than 2008 Marn did because I was mostly reading it from like the unforums where people were just kind of like showing throwing spaghetti at the wall <laughs> okay uh so like having it kind of all laid out cohesively is very nice <laughs> <laughs> sure I also I also figure out or I figure out what the fuck I also feel like I was a lot more invested in, like, the character interaction end of things the first time I uh, kind of kept up with this. And right now, I am just like, well, none of that really matters. They're just, like, talking about going to football games and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I feel like I would like something like that, but it's um with the passage of time, I feel like a lot of that stuff just gets kind of uh I don't know, ground away into what is left behind is the plot, you know? Mm-hmm. But that all that sounds neat. Yeah. It's it's weird being blind except knowing the ending. It feels like I'm going in to watch a movie, but I know like how it ends and a basic overview of what's going to happen. So when something like ticks closer, I'm just like, ah, this is a setup. Uh, I see what's happening here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm watching the, the, uh, I'm watching the, the 
dominoes get set up and i'm just like i know what happens when you hit that first one over so excited to see where this goes (laughs) my uh my kind of question for you is after we do this do you want to just jump straight into 10 cloverfield lane because it picks up basically where this arg left off uh sure i mean i i feel like that seems like the reasonable way to go then if that's just a sequel arg, then yeah, I think that we just live in Cloverfield times from now until whenever we're done. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, uh, let's do some uh, some kaiju movies. But before we do, uh, Marin, it sounds like you're excited about a recommendation. Oh, I'm I'm really not, but uh. Oh. <laughs> I, I I only have one thing to recommend this week, and it's the thing that we're gonna record a Freddy Dog Spook him up about. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well then tell me a little bit about, but not too much about Scream. It's good, Andrew. <laughs> I just watched it for the third time because I guess spoilers, but Andrew and I owe you guys another Freddy Dog Spook 'em Up, uh, which we're going to record this week, I believe, uh, to talk about Scream. I think that's the plan. Uh, and it's good. It's it's a good movie. I, I will have more eloquent things to say about it in the episode. So this is just like a little teaser that I think it's good. <laughs> <laughs> well hell yeah uh keep an eye on this feed people should be excited because uh uh it's a lot coming to this feed this month and uh knock on wood but none of it is replacing stuff that is normally on the feed like they have been a bit in the past uh so i'm excited on one hand excited to get all this extra stuff out uh, on the other hand very tired and need to get all this extra stuff out <laughs> Uh, Marn has left the call, but I'm excited about this. Marn, are you back? Oh no. I could just record a recommendation without Marn and let her know. <laughs> I'm back. Discord All right. me again. Marn is back, so I will... <laughs> uh, bef- I-, I will... Before we lose you again, uh, my recommendation this week is a, uh, a series that I watched with Sam, uh, recently... Uh, it's on Netflix. It is called uh, Lupin. Um, not the anime Lupin, but instead a French uh, television show that I think is... I think it's one of those It's Netflix original because they're the ones distributing it, but it's not like they made it, I think, is what I'm picking up with it. Um, but it's a, it's a good uh, crime thriller about a gentleman thief in France who... Uh, in the first episode is trying to steal uh some diamonds that were in his family was involved with a couple years ago i don't want to give things away too much um and then the rest of the series deals with like kind of a fallout from that and exploring who lupin is a character um it's a really cool show there are only four episodes so be warned with that when you go in uh, because Sam and I weren't, and then we got very sad when we realized that we were out of episodes to watch. Uh, but it's really good. I've heard good things about it. There, there, yeah, it's good. There's a, there is an English dub if people want to listen to it that way. Um, I have found that while I can do stuff like I can do anime with an English dub, I can't do it for live action stuff. Um, but the French is really good. Oh yeah, subti- same. like. Yeah, uh, but the the French is good. Subtitles are good. uh, 
and the the performances are really good i like the show a lot cool hell yeah hell yeah uh so with those recommendations under our belt i think that's gonna do it for us this week uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do so. Uh, we have an email address that is argonautspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we check every message that comes in. We do not uh, typically respond to them. Um, even if it's just an, a message as simple as, look at this ARG I found. Uh, we're happy to get it. Um, so please feel free to contact us there. Otherwise, if you want to do something a little easier, uh, you can reach out to us on Twitter. We have a an account together. We are at Argonauts Pod. Otherwise, I am at co-host Sherms. I am at Corp Survivors. And if you want to support the show uh, monetarily, you can go to Patreon.com or I am the killer. No, am I a killer? What is it? You can go to Patreon.com or you can go back to the Dexter ARG episodes and find out what uh what url i bought and turned into a link to the patreon because i don't remember (laughs) which one it was um (laughs) uh otherwise non-monetarily you can also still support the show definitely um if you share the episodes or leave us a review that goes a long way to helping other people find us so uh thank you everyone that is tweeting about us and i've seen messages about us and they fill my heart every time i see them so thank you all so much uh We have a a devoted listener base, and I really appreciate you all. I think that's going to do it for us. So until next time, that's ARGS, baby. Welcome to If Not Us Then Who, a fanfiction-inspired actual play podcast where we are taking the properties that copyright keeps from us and telling better stories with them, because if we don't, who will? We're currently asking, what if Star Wars was good, by going 200 years after The Last Jedi and telling stories in an even doper landscape with characters like... Numi Griff, a Sathari, a pirate, a smuggler, and a bird whose dream is to be a master chef and travel the galaxy. And... Sidara Temple, a bone eater who has been left to her own devices and is now more or less a mercenary and still deeply struggling to not murder the four sensitive people around her. And <laughs> Aishihara, a twitchy Ubizian mechanic with a heart of stolen gold. If, if some of those words meant nothing to you, come to a place where they do mean something. A little less long ago, but exactly the same distance away on If Not Us Than Who.